Blog Talk Radio. It's time for your NCAA and NFL Pick'em Show with Tim and Tom. Be sure to join the guys as they discuss why they're taking their spread picks and their over and unders. Don't miss it as they can help you win a lot of money. Also listen in for random hockey and NBA picks as well. You're not going to want to miss this on the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. And it's brought to you by wowfreecam.com and the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com. Now, to pick your winners and win you some money, here's Tim and TR. Take it away. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tom and TR and Tim and Nate and whoever else is slightly interested in this show tries to get together and beat the odds makers for another week. Last week we had a pretty good show, and uh, we did awfully well, I must say, Tom and me. Um, And, of course, he's not a man, he's not a machine, he's just something in between. TR, how's it going tonight, buddy? Couldn't have a better evening. Um, Sitting here with a lovely young lady, sitting here with some Miller Lights after a long, hard work week of, well, Let's not get into that, but um, I must applaud your modesty by saying we had an okay show. Like, we did the college show, and then for scheduling reasons, I wasn't a part of the NFL show, but you put your picks out, and you didn't let the audience know that you went a staggering 11-0 and zero on Sunday and uh, came up short because you were biased with those Dallas Cowgirls. I was, um, was ass-raped by the Cowboys, indeed. But 11-0 Sunday, I don't think anybody could complain about anything. That's why uh, we're going to be joined soon by um, our friend Nigel, a Dallas insider, uh, being that it's Dallas Eagles week. Switch the format a little bit, have some fun on the Dallas Eagles thing, and maybe go pro first if it's okay with you. Yeah, it's cool. If okay I can find them, if I can find them here, I'm on scores and odds as well. I got an actual computer in front of me for once. Um, oh, beautiful! But I, but I, I'm trying to find the option. And if yes, today, overnight, this week, next it's over, week, it's uh, next Where's, week. It, it's it's this week, and then down there to the bottom. I believe it's right. So, as we wait the arrival okay. of our insider, or do we want to get going and when he's, we'll just stop, we'll go move to the Cowboys and the Eagles when he shows? That's the plan? Well, yeah, uh, well, he, he, you know, he, he talks to a lot of people besides uh, just the Cowboys organization. He knows a lot about the NFC East, so Looking off the top here, the NFC East game is until fourth on the on the docket, so we can talk about these uh, All right. other let's, games if you'd like to. Sure, let's jump right into it. Um, and I'll let you right lead because I wasn't eleven and zero last week, so you can pick whatever. The <laughs> yeah, well, I probably you want. I will enjoy the uh, the the, uh, the fame as it is fleeting. 
Um, although I am one to know as we did get the Steelers right over the uh, uh, whoever the hell uh, the Panthers. Well, we are, we are off to a we are off to a one to know start. So if we if we were one of we those uh, fast talking if we were one of those fast talking guys we you know to try to steal your money on the radio ads, you'd say, I'm 12 out of the last 13 NFL parlay, you know, NFL plays. So. <laughs> yeah. Acting like yeah, it was well. like 13 plays in one season and he's perfect. But. Yeah, no. We'll we'll take our credit where credit is due and we take our lumps too. So it's all good. Uh, so to start it off, I've got uh, Buffalo on the road at the Jets. And we have the battle of the backups. As Josh Allen will not play for Buffalo, and Sam Darnold will not play for the Jets. And uh, what do we got here? Uh, seven points to the Jets. So I don't know. Uh, I, I guess the lesser of two evils, and take the Jets. Uh, the Bills uh, are horrible, I... even with Josh Allen. The Jets are horrible with Sam Darnold. So without it, it should be a comedy of errors. I don't know what's going to happen in this game, but I'll I'll put my money on the Jets. A seven-point spread with two horrible, horrible teams with their franchise future, Josh Allen and Sam Donald, respectfully. <clears throat> this is a game I should not even touch. So this is an opinion game for me. Um no more than one unit would I ever lay on this fucking brutal game. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of Bills fans and a lot of Jets fans uh, that will be very excited because, you know, you support your hometown team, but uh, Jim Kelly's not there. Richard Todd's not there. Thurman Thomas is not there. I can't even think of any other good Jets. Wesley Walker, maybe. Joe Namath. Um, yeah, you have to go far, pretty far back. Um, yeah, I think you pretty much have to. You know the Bills are so bad, and the Jets, Jets have at least survived to have a half decent, you know, surprise victory here and there. It's a big reason to Sam Darnold, but I don't like laying seven with an awful team. I got it's division. I only have one unit, but I'll take the Bills plus the seven. Only, only one. I don't even want to put a unit on it. I want to put like an opinion, which would be like twenty-five bucks. But <laughs> can, we, can I put down a quarter of a unit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, I do one to five here, so one unit. I just figure the. Uh, I figure that the Bills' defense is so fucking tired from always being out on the field that yeah. uh, that they'll just. And it's in New York, so that that's my that's my my uh, final lean. It's because it is in the the much talked about Meadowlands, or wherever the hell the new stadium is. I think it's not in the Meadowlands anymore. But anyway, so yeah, that's a bit of a snoozer. Um, game two on the dock. It's not a lot better. Uh, we've got the four oh. and four Falcons at the uh, two and six uh, Browns. Um, What's the line on that? We got the uh, Falcons at a minus six, I believe. Uh, yeah. I like Baker Mayfield. Uh, I mean, the Browns are much improved. But the Falcons have started to get their act together a tiny little bit. 
Uh, they're not doing quite as bad lately. Uh, I will take the uh, Falcons to cover. Uh, All right. Well, but we're, we're but only for one. We are um, definitely combined not going to go undefeated because we're on the opposite sides unless we get a few pushes. Um, the Atlanta Falcons I was very high on early on. Um, I figured they would go 7-1 on one or 8-0 at home after they lost to the Eagles in the opener. Then a very good Saints team they were competitive with but lost at home, etc. <sighs> Snuck a cover in against the Bucks, and now they've seemed to turn it around. The line seems to have blown up from three and a half to six. Cleveland fired everybody they freaking could, the offensive coordinator, Hugh Jackson, blah, 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 blah. I like Cleveland at home. I think I like them outright. I know I sound crazy, but I'm not putting out that. I'm not putting out money. I think I don't think that's a crazy bet on either of these first two games. These two get. I mean, that could easily swing that direction. It is in Cleveland, so there's something to be said there. Um I just don't think Cleveland's that good, but could they beat the Falcons? Uh, Falcons don't play good, sure. Uh, the mighty Las Vegas had them at over-under six going in when they had that hard knock special and everything else. Uh, the talent is there. Uh, they've yet to put it together, but two wins and a tie is uh, more than they had in the last two seasons, quite frankly. And the Falcons are just, I don't know. Uh, Ridley, uh, the kid Ridley from Alabama, and Julio Jones scored his first touchdown last year. I mean, when those two and Ryan and the secondary of the Browns, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a little scary. Uh, so I'll just the, uh, I'll just the, go ahead. I'll just do two units on Cleveland. I always feel that the Falcons go as does their QB. If he plays yeah. well, the Falcons do all right. If he has a shitty day, which he's been having some lately, or at least this season, they'll then all bets are off. So over under is fifty one, by the way. So should be some yeah, scoring, and if there is, that there means Atlanta's not going to be the only one. Yeah, not a lot of defense there, so it should be a high scoring game. Yeah, next up, Saints at the Bengals. I was worried about this game when I heard Des Bryant was going to make an appearance, but now I. I see that Des has flown in the Well, he made an appearance, done. all right. He, yeah, he made an appearance. So that that offense that, uh, in my opinion, didn't need any didn't need any tinkering with, isn't going to get any. And uh, the Bengals not a horrible team, but I can't see them hanging with the Saints, especially the way the Saints have been playing lately. So I will put my money hell? on New Orleans and Drew Brees. What the hell's our call-in number? Three two three. What? Our call-in number is three two three six five seven fourteen thirty-eight. All right. For the technical difficulties, I should know that we've been doing. Only been doing this for a year and some change. Okay. All right, but, uh, make make your bet, and Nigel will join us because I, I assume that's him. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, this is a very tough game for me. Uh, I've been wrong on the Saints 
talent-wise, I mean, I love Drew Brees. Who could not love Drew Brees? Um, good man, undersized guy. Everybody's always doubting him, yet he just keeps fucking plugging away. Uh, the Des Bryant thing's kind of laughable. I, I'm sure Nigel will have an opinion on that. Yeah, um, against but uh, the Bengals, man, they're such a weird team. Uh, you look at this and say the Bengals, when they play good teams, get beat up, whether they're home or away. And New Orleans is – but they're coming off a big, emotional, outright victory. I'm going to take six points with the Bengals and hold my nose, and I'm going to put two units on it. <laughs> well, you would. If anybody could, it would be you, sir. You are the man. Uh, yeah. Joining us now from – Actually, I forgot where Nigel is located, but our Cowboys insider. Welcome aboard, Nigel. How are you tonight? How are you guys? How's everything? Uh, uh, yeah, breeze outside. They could, you know, th- those dome teams playing outside. It's, the weather's not going to be too bad, but, uh, you know, they don't have A.J. Green, so I, I guess they're going to rely on uh, that running game and um, the, the, the other receiver they have there that's been putting up pretty good numbers. Uh, but, oh, you're but talking anyway, about the Cincinnati uh, game. My bad. Yeah, yeah, How you doing, Nigel? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, last week, what a great, uh, what a great game, uh, great like, slate of games. With the and then you get to Monday night and just you know that was just horrible for uh, any any NFL fan has to watch that game. So uh, so then you know let me, let me let me let me let me let me interject something as far as gambling wise and. Uh, I know you're no stranger to that world, of course, for amusement only. Uh, let's make that clear, except if you're in the state of Las Vegas or Nevada and New Jersey and whatever the fuck else cleared it. But anyway, um, just joking. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't that be considered, in the old school terminology, a classic look-ahead game for Dallas when they got the Eagles looming and they go into Monday night playing a Tennessee team that's unpredictable? Do you think that played a role, or you just think Tennessee was the better team? I actually, I actually did have that thought. However, this Cowboy team is so young. Um, I, I don't even think they – they're trying to find themselves right now. They're, they are beyond lost. Their offensive line is lost. Uh, Jason Garrett has made uh, huge mistakes. He had a, uh, a conflict with the offensive line coach, so he brings in a guy, Paul Alexander, from Cincinnati, who has an entirely different technique. So you got an offensive line that was starting to play well last year. They have a rookie coming in this year. Uh, these guys are thinking about hand placement. They're, they're thinking about taking on blocks versus being the maulers that they're used to being. So it, it, it's, you know, the, that, and then now they just fire that, op, uh, that offensive line coach. So it, it's, you know, that's all on Garrett. You know, so this, this team, you know, and obviously on defense, they got all the young players. They're just trying to find themselves. They, they really are. You know, Prescott, you know, it obviously regressed. Uh, here's another uh, piece of news. The uh, quarterbacks coach, Kellen Moore, I'm hearing is actually calling colleges right now, trying to line himself up for a job next year. So that might give you a little hint about this coaching staff that's uh, in coming to a Lincoln Financial Field at 820 uh, Sunday night. A little bit of turmoil. A little bit of turmoil from uh, from what our friend Nigel is inferring. We're not going to ask you uh, for a – Eagles Dallas pick yet because we stopped right here at the NFC East and I know you follow the NFC East pretty closely with your connections. Uh, first, a little bit of shit talk from my end because it's uh, Eagles Cowboys week and we got to be a little entertaining here. Tim up there in Canada is a big Cal 
boys, cow, girls, whatever you call them, fan. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, this is the week that uh, all the Philly fans call you guys cockroaches and so forth. And uh, I know you guys are a little different than the average cowboy fan. But um, what are we talking? Uh, uh, you know, uh, you got any, any any Eagles you want to bust on or, you know, either of you? Is there any, any angles you guys want to take? I, I don't get – I'm sorry. I just don't see all this – why why all the cowboy hate from these the players. You know, they're, they're speaking out this week how much they hate the Cowboys and the organization. Half, half the Cowboy team wasn't even there a year or two ago when they actually were pretty decent. Uh, you know, and as far as this, this fan base, if you're, if you're 20 years old, you never saw the Cowboys as a winner. Where's all the hate? I mean, they had uh, Tony Romo, was a quarterback for for 14 years, a great story, undrafted, free agent, worked his way, sat on the bench three and a half years, and became the all-time leading passer in Cowboy history. Uh, now they have Dak Prescott, another, you know, guy's just a gentleman, just a good guy. Uh, he's trying to find his way. I mean, he's, he's you know, overcome, uh, you know, he lost his mother to cancer, and he's doing a lot of great things there, and he's trying to manage, you know, off the field and on the field, uh, things like that. I mean, I don't understand where all the hate is with this, you know, this particular Cowboys. Now, the fans, yeah. Well, yeah, guess what? Us Cowboy fans, yeah, we we, we love the 90s. We, we hung on to those teams. That, that those teams were great teams. They were all-time great teams. I'm sorry, your, your Philadelphia Eagles team, there's been 50, how many Super Bowls? 50 what? 51? Well, when they start ranking them, they're going to start 51 and go up. They couldn't be any other Super Bowl team. Maybe maybe those giant teams that, that, that squeaked by the Cowboys in the playoffs a few years ago. But other than that, I mean, you know, it was, they caught lightning in a bottle last year. Everything fell right for them. And quite honestly, I was happy. I was happy for the friends and family that, that have suffered a long time. But then, you know, all the hate for the, the other Cowboy fans that, you know, how many Super Bowls, all that. Yeah, I, I, I don't get involved with all that trash talk because – you know, I kind of, you know, it's what have you done lately? And outside of 14 and 16 recently, the Cowboys haven't done anything. What are you Fair thinking enough. up there in Canada, Tim? What's, that, uh, what's, those first, what's those first two lines of the uh, Eagles fight song? Fly, Eagles, am I getting set up for something? It's, it's fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory, is that correct? Uh, you said the first. Uh, I, I thought you meant the first two lyrics. Fly Eagles fly on the road to victory. Because I'm pretty. And I'm pretty sure this year it's it's what glide Eagles glide on the road to mediocrity. Is that the new song? I'm not sure what you're talking about. I don't think there's been any changes made, other than uh, the injuries. <laughs> you have to listen to uh, the Sunday Night Roundtable. Uh, the uh, the uh, Eagles uh, fight song was rewritten by your good friend Frank. Oh, f Frank! But uh, uh, real quick, last thing I'll have to say in jest is that Troy Aikman, uh, great commentator. I actually don't mind Jack Buck or is it Jack Buck? No, that's his dad, Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Um, I don't mind that combo together because I'm I'm not a typical Philly fan. I just you know I study things differently, uh, but. Troy Aikman, every time I see him on a Thursday night game, he looks like he's been out all night on a bender. Do we have any inside information on uh, Troy Aikman, Nigel, before we move on? Uh, I, I see the red eye. I do see the red eye. <laughs> exactly, don't you? 
yeah, yeah, I do, I do see that. Um, but but Troy, he's Troy's, always. Uh, I, I mean, that's another thing. I mean, and again, the whole America's team and all that. As a fan, I could care less about that too, because I watch right. the games just like everyone else, and I know I got to go to work the next day. These guys on Tuesday are getting the check. Jerry Jones. It, it, it is America's team, whether you, whether you want to believe it or not. They're worth five billion. They haven't won anything in twenty plus years, and they, you know, they went from what one billion to five billion, the, the, the number one franchise in the whole world. If you go to a DFW airport after a Cowboy uh, home game, you, you just walk down there, you see all the different Cowboy fans flying back to multiple cities. Uh, so, you know, for, yeah, you just said it. For Aiken, Fox, Tony Romo goes right from the field to the number one guy. With, you know, with, with CBS. Monday night, Jason Witten comes right out. You know, to put him Monday night football, whether you know if he's good or not, that's a whole other story. But I mean, that's America's team. I mean, that's why you know the Dallas Cowboys are are still being seen. And that, and that's another thing. You want to hate the Cowboys for the last twenty years? You know, Rumbo's not a hateable guy. Jason Witten's not a hateable guy. Demarcus Ware, they're not hateable guys. I mean, what players have we had that were hated? Maybe T.O., but you only hate him because he he came from Philly and and yeah. problems there. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, in truth, find, you know, I, I didn't uh, find Des Bryant to be a very likable fellow. Yeah, and I, that was uh, one more thing I wanted to ask before I moved on. Yeah, did you see that coming? Him going to New Orleans and then hurting himself before he ever played? The injury, no, obviously. Um, but I, at some point, I was thinking, you know, he was waiting. He was waiting for the right situation, and I think the right situation would have been either the playing with an Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady or Drew Brees, you know, player of of that stature. And obviously, mm. it, it, I mean, I was telling everybody I was, I couldn't have been, you know, beating the drum loud. I say, well, guess what? Now you're going to see Des Bryant really never lost a step because he never really had a step. He's a four or five guy. Four or five guys don't <laughs> look at his, look at his 75 or whatever, how many touchdowns he had. Every one of them, he's going up and getting, it. he's not running by anybody. He never did. He's a human highlight. Right. Of, of, and we're in number 88. I mean, that, you know, as far as him, the injury, I, I, I feel terrible for him. I, I really do because he's a guy with a, a very bad uh, background, one of the worst you'll ever see. Uh, he overcame a lot. He has a lot of depression issues. He's got a lot of anxiety issues. It, you know, and, and a lot of that spilled out on the field. But, you know, lot, and again, you would see him doing uh, demonstrative things on the sideline. But in actuality, he was trying to pump his team up. He was never uh, a disruptor like, uh, like a T.O., you know, get me the ball. You know, he, he he was happy with blocking. He was comfortable blocking. He knew he wasn't going to get the targets. He actually put out a tweet earlier this year saying being a receiver in Dallas is, is you know, you have to be a, a certain kind of receiver because you're not going to get the targets. And that leads me to, to the Prescott, whether the targets are there or not. I, I mean, you know, Amari Cooper is going to get open on Sunday night. You have nobody in Philadelphia to stay with him. He's a 4 3 6 guy. That is ridiculous speed. That. Beckham coming out was a four-four-three guy, so he's almost a second faster than Beckham. So the problem is, can Prescott get him the ball? He's going to be open, but where's the ball going to be? It's going to be underthrown and get picked, over overthrown and be picked. You can't throw in the tight windows, and that's not even the scheme the Cowboys run. They they expect their receivers to win. He's going to win now. Can Dak Prescott get him the ball? Can the line hold up to protect? I think Fletcher Cox is going to wreck this, wreck this game in the middle, and and the Cowboys. Again, go back to Jason Garrett, Lenahan, whoever. You got it. Zeke Elliott, you went out and drafted him in the top four. And instead of, you know, the Eagles, the strength of their defense is what? Fletcher Cox in the middle, right? So what are the Cowboys mm-hmm. going to do? Yeah. You think they're going to run to the outside where they 
you know, there's been some effectiveness there? No. They'll probably run, you'll see them run right in the middle every time. But that's just great. You know, second and nine, <laughs> you know, third and eight, you know, incompletion, punt, Wentz with a short field. Uh, now you guys got Golden Tate. He's a, you know, I mean, he's a perfect fit, perfect Philadelphia player, attitude guy. And, oh, by the way, and my, and the yeah, that's why I was going to interject. I, I believe he, he scorched Cowboys for about a buck thirty and a TD or two when he played for Buffalo, Detroit yep. earlier in the year. Um, well, what the hell? We'll, we'll skip past Washington for a moment. We'll, we might as well get right on it. Um, I don't know if if Nigel wants a pick. Uh, Tim, do you want to give your undefeated week? Uh, you want to keep going and make your pick on this game first? Sure. Um, as much as it pains me. Uh, I'll take the Eagles at ho- at home and the seven. Mm. Now you're fucking flipping the script on me. Well, uh, the, the, cow- the Cowboys looked not so great last time out um, with that whole line thing going on. I don't know if a week is enough to deal with all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, they didn't impress me much, and I'll, I'll take the Eagles to to cover. All right, I agree. I'll, I'll, oh, shit! I'm sorry. The last I'm sorry. time, the last time, all three of us agreed, we lost. Yeah, it's a uh, and in Dallas, and in Dallas, they're, they're, this is what they're thinking, you know. And I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the sports, uh, the sports writers, the, the guys doing the podcast, you know, the Brian Broaddus is. They're, they're saying this, this, this is the kind of game that the Cowboys win, where because. You know, it's a Jason Garrett type win, just like Jacksonville. You didn't see it coming. You don't see it coming. Right. And, I, and quite honestly, if the Eagles were smart as an organization, they would lose this game, and lose when they play in, in another four weeks after that, because Dallas is not still not going to win any more games, and they're not finishing the playoffs. Eagles are going to have to make the playoffs regardless, because you guys are going to get there regardless. And then Jerry Jones is going to look at it because he does not want to fire his son, Jason Garrett. You know, that's, that he's very close yeah. to the family. He loves him. He does not want to fire him. So he could go to the fan base and say, hey, look, we beat Philly twice. They were a world chance. We beat them twice. And as, as an Eagle fan, I think you, do you want Cowboys to make changes right now. You know what I mean? But uh, said, yeah, J- J- Jason Garrett is just, just not a good head coach. He might be a really nice guy. And all the rest, I don't know, but he did, he he is not it's, head it's coaching scheme, material, and he never has. It's been. a scheme from the nineties. It, it, it's a, it's it's the mentality of the nineties that my guy's better than yours, and and maybe that worked in the nineties when in the early nineties when they drafted very well. And uh, and right now with the salary cap, you got you got to out scheme people. You know you got to you got to help your team out. And they got a young team, and they're not helping them out at all. And I think the. Uh, and the Cowboys, look for the Cowboys because they like to leave uh, Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, the two uh, linebackers, on the, both very fast. They like to leave them out on the field and look for the, uh, Doug Peterson to get his wide receivers matched up on those guys for some big plays down the middle because, uh, you know, the Cowboys, they're going to be so stubborn on what they do, leaving their guys out there and say, match up with them. So now you're going to have a, a 250-pound linebacker trying to chase a 200-pound wide receiver all around the field. And, again, it's just going to frustrate uh, Cowboy fans that much more for not making uh, changes to what the you know the, the opposing offense is putting out on the field to the defense. But we do have all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my play. Um, we spoke earlier, Nigel and I, off air, um, 
And Nigel reminded me of last year's matchup where it was all Cowboys early, and then the second half was a completely different game. Of course, to tale of two seasons, it was a different Eagles squad. As pointed out, everything was uh, falling into place for the Eagles at that point. At home, I think Sunday night national, all the trends, if you go by trends and so forth, seven points is a little weird for a backdoor maybe. Um, scares me a little bit, but I'm going to throw three units on the Philadelphia Eagles. So all three of us are in agreement, and of course we're just goofing. <coughs> I don't know if Troy Aikman goes out on benders. He just has bloodshot eyes every time he talks um, on camera. No, he's still, and, he's uh, studying tape. He works hard. He, he's, he's just up late working hard. He's not getting in. He's not getting in the strange wife city. Number two and, wife number two and two daughters at home. He's he's probably a tired guy. All right. Uh, since since we pretty much co- covered that, um, we'll we'll go back because Nigel studies NFCs real quick. Nigel, uh, any inside knowledge before Tim and I make our picks on the Redskins, Buccaneers, and the Giants? Where the Giants go? The Monday Are they night. off this week. No, they're the Monday nighter. Well, the the, Red, the Redskins um, they lost if you can believe it, three offensive linemen last week's game, going into the game, uh, Trent Williams, he's out with a with a thumb injury for a month. So they're down. Don't they have both, both guards are out or something? And yeah. you said three, yeah. right? Three. And, and, yeah, and they already had one. So they're, you know, I don't know what. But, but they do have one of the best. Bill Callahan, uh, former Cowboy offensive line coach, um, is, down, is down there in Washington coaching that offensive line is doing an amazing job. And if anybody could whip something up and, and get some guys uh, to, to block a, a, a pathetic Buccaneers defense, it would be him. I just don't think um, Alex Smith is going to be able to put up the points now that Paul Richardson's out. He's not going to be able to put up the points that uh, Fitzmagic is going to uh, put up. I don't okay. know. What's, what's the line on that one? Current line is Tampa Bay at home minus three. Probably it went up probably due to what we just pointed out about the offensive lineman. Um, I'd be worried. I'd be more, depending on what that line is, three I'd be comfortable with. But, you know, if it gets like five or six, which I don't, I don't know about that, but, you know, that, that's where Alex Smith can get a backdoor cover. Uh, I don't think Prescott's capable of backdoor cover. I don't think backdoor anything. Throwing the ball in the back, uh, out back, any, any backyard, he could complete passes. Uh, anyway, yeah. as far as Giants, again, it's, uh, Monday night, Saquon Barkley is absolutely amazing. You, you see that. I mean, nobody gets him. Yeah, down, absolutely. But, you know, the first man never gets him down. Um, I don't know what to expect them coming off. You know, they had a bye week. You know, this new coach bye week. Uh, they got uh, Evan Ingram's back. That they're, they're tight end, like a wide receiver out there. You know, they're going to spread um, the 49ers out. That might be a shootout because Kyle Shanahan could call up a great, um, great game, great offensive uh, game plan. And you, you would think the Giants would be able to uh, put together some big numbers, you know, having two weeks to prepare for this game. So I, I would think the over might, might be the play, and that's whether you're going to go aside or not. But I think there's going to be a lot right. of points on uh, Monday night. Fair enough. Uh, thank you, as always, Nigel. Uh, what I want to... oh, go ahead, Tim. I'm sorry. I'll just say the over-under is 45 on that game. That oh, yeah. Seems okay. almost, almost seems a little low, almost. Yeah. Could be. Um, 
I might I might look at that over when we get to that point. Um, good call as always, Nigel. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I want you to go ahead and uh, plug your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Your I you know you, obviously you got you spin a lot of plates, so you have your own business aside. Uh, whatever you want to plug, fire away. Uh, just, you know, I'm not really, I'm not too exciting on uh, Twitter. I, I'm more following people, but at, at Nigel trains me, uh, my website is nigeldeangelos.com and you'll see all the uh, different, uh, the insurances and, and, um, uh, loans and things like that, that we do, uh, give you an opportunity to help your business, uh, save money. And, uh, are they the kind the of loans where I get my legs broke or what? No, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but we we fund projects. We we do uh, uh, factory loans, uh, you know, business loans, uh, hard money lending, stuff like that. And it's all through my partners. You know, I have, I have very good partners, a very good team, very good uh, payroll and insurance insurance carriers that uh, we're able to get the best deals out there for our clients. And I really appreciate everything, guys. Thank, thanks, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. And by the way, you know, what did you guys do last week? Was it 11 and 0? Would you? What were you? Tim put- did, yeah, Tim. Tim kicked ass job, until, until the Dallas. Wow. Go Dallas. Yeah, the Cowboys got me. There you go. All right, guys. Talk to you, talk to you soon. Have a good show. Thanks, buddy. You bet. Have a good Thanks one. Again. Thanks for coming. Take care. Bye. That was the Cowboy Insider, Nigel, a man who knows what he's talking about. Dropping the names yeah, and the facts and the figures. Hard and heavy. I, I, I like when Nigel comes on because he – you know, we we were fucking around in the beginning because it's Eagles Cowboys week, and got to throw a little of that in. But uh, you know, he's not just the average douchebag that you know wears the star because they saw Roger Staubach when they were a kid. He he actually knows the organization, and you know, I don't want to blow his cover, but he was a former, if not current, uh, Eagles season ticket holder. So he's he's just a fan of football, but the Cowboys just happen to be his favorite organization. So. So, uh, did you, uh, Redskins, Buccaneers? Did you make a? a no, I didn't make a selection yet. I wanted, I wanted to hear, um, you know, if he had anything. Uh, I did hear they had two guards out. I didn't know they had literally three offensive Yeah, apparently line they are bashed up, big time. Apparently they but got you know what? all over the place. I'm gonna let you talk first. Oh, I got no problem with this game. For me, this is a this is Fitz, Fitz Magic runs wild. It's in Tampa Bay. Uh, Washington defense not 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 too shaky, but not not great either. Now you start throwing out all these guys who are hurt. I think this is going to be a points extravaganza. And if it comes down to uh, touchdowns between these two guys, uh, Alex Smith is not a he's not a gunslinger. That's not really his thing. As you say, he's more of a uh, field manager, manager, as they like to a field manager, as they like to say. He's not a gunslinger, or as Ryan Fitzpatrick is. That's the only thing he is is a gunslinger. Um, the Redskins, like I said, they've got uh, they get tackles, cornerbacks, two wide receivers on the on the shelf. They got guys hurt everywhere. I just can't see them hanging with Tampa Bay. And like I said, Tampa Bay, not a great team either by any stretch, but they can throw up the points. 
And uh, at home, I'll take them to about minus three. I'll take that all day long for two units on the bucks. Hmm. It's really difficult, more difficult this week after I saw you fucking scorch last week to argue with you. But um, well, let's said, let's not more... forget that last week was the uh, Vegas took a fucking bath last week. <laughs> Twelve. Um, what full they say, disclosure. They Twelve you... million dollars last week. Yeah, full disclosure, if you want to go there, um, a lot of the, quote, public um, favorites. The public money was right for Chiefs. a change on four or five yeah. games. Yeah. Um, but that's not – nobody's nobody's running around 11-0 no matter what Vegas did. So you should be commended that you, whatever happened out there. Um, I wouldn't have won 11-0, I'll tell you that much. But anyway – this week, we are really on the opposite end of the spectrum, despite knowing that Sweet. nobody can block for Alex Smith. Tampa Bay had just that little flurry in the beginning of the season, and they've kind of come back to earth. And the game manager thing, um, I just uh, I just see him. Uh, I, uh, Nigel mentioned uh, the Dallas, something about the Dallas game um when when if they were to win, it was like uh, the Jaguars, where you wouldn't see it coming. This is the type I picked the Redskins early in the season against the Packers, and it's a similar feeling to me that somehow I'll look at the score and I'll be like, the Redskins won. Oh, um, so it's, I think the Redskins. Possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. So I'm going to take the Redskins, only two units. Um. Against the on the road against the Bucks at plus three currently two units that would be uh, fifty dollars a unit for first time listeners if you want to bet the way we bet so that's what I'm doing I'm sticking it's to it. Be, uh, I said I would I will add there that that the one way Washington could win that game in my humble opinion is if they can keep Tampa Bay off the field. And there's where your field manager stuff may become useful if they can fire up some, you know, one of eight those. Eight-minute drives, brother. Short yeah, thinking 16 play, eight-minute drives for, for a touchdown, and, and Tampa Bay only gets to touch the ball three times in the first quarter. That's that's a possibility. So, sure like that, so far, so far I would say these first four games could go either way. And and you couldn't right. sit here and go no. You couldn't go no. That's not. How the hell did that happen? Now this next yeah, one. Yeah, uh, Vegas lucked out this week with uh, as far as as far as this week compared to last week. It was yeah. I think they, they'll, they'll make their money. They'll make their money back this week. There's not a lot of gimme games this week. Uh, uh, this what do we got next? This, this, this game just made me sick to my stomach because of. Uh, well, it's another one. <laughs> yeah. The, you know. Confusion. Patriots, Patriots at the Titans, uh, seven to the Patriots. Well, okay, on on paper, pretty much a no-brainer. But <laughs> Tennessee is one of them freaking teams that every once in a while they just pull out a gem when you're not looking. Uh, what happened? They do have the Patriots. Some, uh... I'm sorry to interrupt, but just for my own, yeah. Now, now I got it. It was the marquee matchup with New England uh, 
Brady versus Rodgers and all that mutual respect and, and whatnot last week. So both of these teams are coming off a night game, uh, a short week technically for the Patriots, but not really. Um, Tennessee coming off a win. The short week does affect these teams. The one, one extra day does affect historically who results uh, on the winning side, both outright and spread-wise, historically. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't really want to pick it yet until I hear what you have to say. <laughs> That's another case. So uh, the 7-2 and two Patriots have given me absolutely no reason to pick against them. The Titans are 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, okay, sure. They they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Texans. But they couldn't they beat, beat Buffalo. They beat the Jags. Couldn't beat Buffalo. They couldn't beat the Jags. I should tell you something. They show up against the good teams. Well, I don't know. Are we going to call the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Texans good teams? Texans are on a five-game or six-game win streak or something like that. Um, yeah, but they Eagles got Tim Jernigan back. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 I cannot put my money against Tom Brady. I did that once this year, and I got clobbered. And we both did it when, he, me, when they played this when they played Chicago. Yeah, they have given me said, no reason, no reason to not give him my money. And Tennessee has not done enough for me to throw it in that direction. Um, I, I can't bet against the Patriots, and I won't. I'll only go one unit, but uh, New England took to to cover. Well, here comes uh, opposite day, if there ever was one. Um, one of us is going to be happy, and one of us is going to be pissed off. <laughs> when you look at those scores and those finals, with the Patriots, I think they are much like me in that they are night people because they're always on at 4 o'clock or 8 o'clock or Monday night. But then when you look at the Titans, when they play at 1 o'clock, they beat people 9 to 6 and they're just a pain in the ass during the day while everybody's groggy, they're hitting you in the mouth. Uh, I, you know, I would put an opinion out on the under 47 and – playing under a Patriots game is insane usually, but at 1 o'clock, the 1 o'clock start is the only reason I'm doing this, and there's a slight time change there, but um, Tennessee's one hour different than Eastern Standard Time, I believe. Uh, yeah, it is. I've been to Tennessee many times. Yeah, they're in what, uh, what is it called? Central. So it's actually, yeah, it's, so it's actually noon uh, for yeah, Patriots it'll time. It'll be noon there, 11, which is, 11 on the 11 for me. Even less sleep. So I will take the home Titans plus seven. And, of mm-hmm. course, it is idiotic. I'll, ad- I'll admit it's idiotic Ooh. betting against the Patriots. But I will take them coming off that Dallas win. And I, will, I don't predict them to win this game, but I predict them to be such a pain in the balls that they'll hang around. And I'm going to go as far as saying I'll do three units on it. And it, it could be a uh, – it has the potential to be a field goal game, sure. And and New England doesn't mind playing those. 
They don't, right. they don't mind. I mean, to before, that before they went crazy, that, uh, what, what was it, two weeks ago, they were playing an inferior uh, division team. Who was it, the Bills or the Jets or something? It was 9-6 uh, to six at one point. And then all of a sudden they won 25 to 9 or something. I forget what it was, but. No, 25 to so, 6. But, uh, yeah, some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like I said, but, this, this week uh, I'd be happy to play with somebody else's money if I was betting because I haven't seen. Uh, there's only, for my money, there's only three games, I think, that are gimmies. And we haven't gotten to any I'm of burp. them. And the New England game isn't one of them. I would say this next one is a gimme game. A gimme game, he says. I am burping on the air like my idol, Howard Stern. Um, so sorry for the listeners. I have a Miller light in front of me. Um, you, you feel the next game is a gimme game? Uh, um, yeah, I, me hear, I think, me I think Miami, Miami in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. After a Green Bay got smacked around last Green week. Bay? What's that? In that cold ass Green Bay, I don't know what the time's going to yeah. be, but I imagine in November. Oh uh, yeah, I imagine it's going to be fucking miserable. Um, Green Bay's got a little something to prove. Hey, let Bad me do. Let me interrupt. Let me let me interrupt here. There's a, if there's anybody listening that wants to be a uh, picks show intern and can get us weather reports and shit like that that I don't have time to do or Tim doesn't have time to do. That'd be greatly appreciated. Just uh, hit us up on Twitter or something. But anyway, continue. I was then. looking up the. Uh, I was trying to see the. Usually they give the weather on the. Uh, on the uh, on ESPN, they usually give the projected temperature. But of course, that means opening another window. And uh, where are we at here? Green Bay and Dolphins. Yeah, thir- thirty-five degrees Fahrenheit. So just slightly below above zero. Just a smidgen. So what, 32 is 32 is freezing, so just above freezing. So it ain't going to be a pleasant one out there for the Dolphins. Um, granted, the Packers have not been good this year. I I I, I don't deny that, but I think uh, I think Mr. Brady or Mr. Brady, Mr. Rogers has got a little something to prove. Same, so I'll, I'll put same my, difference. Yeah, I'll put my buck on the on Green Bay. How many units? Just one. Mm. I uh, I don't have any reason to disagree with you. Um, the Miami Dolphins somehow squeaked a few victories out early, early on. Um, quarterback Ryan I mean, Tannehill is yeah, doubtful. Yeah, they're just bad. I mean, they were what thirteen to six winners over the Jets. But they couldn't beat Detroit or or Houston before that. Uh, Remember what I, 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 I believe it was last year that Aaron Rodgers was, uh, you know, people were, you know, they had a bad record around this point, and he had a press conference, and he goes, oh, we'll just, we'll win out. I'm going to win out. And he won out. So that said, that history I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to go two units laying double digits at home. It should be it should be a gimme, like you said. Gimme scare me sometimes. So I'm just going to go two units on the pack to beat those pesky dolphins. Uh, anybody? So, yeah. If anybody in the NFL has got an ego, now he controls his fairly well. 
But if anybody's got an ego and hates fucking losing more than even more than Tom Brady, it's Aaron Rodgers. He fucking yeah. hates losing. And definitely at home, he usually puts on a show. So um, I, that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. And if not, Miami's still going to have to play pretty good to beat Green Bay because Miami got no offense to speak of. So and in that shitty weather, uh, I don't know who they got running the ball for him these days, but he would have to be a workhorse. I guess they got Frank Gore. He's not horrible, but but he's already I mean, got a court. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've got a quarterback through, uh, what are we in now, week 10, who's only thrown for 1,000 yards. Wow. Because they got the great – because they don't have to – Tannehill's out. We have the great Brock Osweiler in at quarterback for uh, – Oh, for oh, 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 I believe. oh, oh, oh. He's doubtful. If you tell me he's he definitely out. Too? My, my... Oh, good Lord. No, 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 no. Osweiler isn't. Tannehill, I have listed as doubtful. If you definitely know he's out, my my oh, I don't my, know that for start, sure. My no. units, my uh, units well, would go see. way up because Osweiler on, is let's, the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL. Let's check what they have for him. As of no, they have him listed here on ESPN as out. He will not throw a Fuck football that, that. next. Will not throw a football till next week. Hopes to play November the 25th against Indianapolis. So he is uh, official, according to ESPN. Official change in my units, uh, four units on the Packers now that I know that they will be playing against that <laughs> six foot eight goober that just sat on the bench behind Peyton Manning and then stole contract after contract. <laughs> Got a giant fuck. Didn't he get a giant fucking contract from Denver? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's somebody. He, I don't know, but he, he just. I think it was Denver. Terrible. He sucked balls. <laughs> it was just like, fuck, we got to get rid of this guy. And then he managed to, to hook on. He always manages to hook on somewhere. Yeah, I know here, according He's to like, odds and sports odds here, it says Tannehill is doubtful, but ESPN has him listed as out, so I'm going to go without. I'll go um, with the sports leader, ESPN, and uh, four units now on the Packers, people. All right, I adjusted that. Yeah, no, I can't see that. I, I just can't see that as, uh, as uh, a victory for Miami in any way, shape, or form. All right, moving on. Um, Brock Osweiler and Sam Bradford are actually heroes of mine because they've figured a way to swindle millions of dollars. The dollars and do somebody for doing nothing. Well, no, my my hero is uh, on a related note. I don't know if you saw this story last week about Jamarcus Russell, ex Raiders. Oh, he's another one. Yeah, he 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 acted like he was watching tape. (laughs) Yeah, they fucking give. They didn't think he was watching the tape, so they gave him blank ones, and he came back and started talking about blitz packages and all kinds of shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> what had happened was my DVD player. See, I got a. I, I got me one of them fancy beta players. <laughs> I yeah. can't watch your VHS. Jamarcus Russell. Oh, what a, what a, what a fucking guy! You know what? I, I give him credit too. He got his million and fucking million guarantee he got out of those fuckers. And then they sued him, him to try to get back nine and a half million, and he won that too and didn't get back a fucking penny. You go, you go, boy. Hey, if they're going to give it to you, 
you'd be a fucking moron not to take it. I don't yep. begrudge anyone for taking it. Uh, all right, and moving on to morons and shitty teams. Jacksonville Jaguars uh, on the road to Indianapolis. Uh, we are at Indianapolis land three points. Fournette, I, I read something about Fournette. Uh, it was a couple days ago. Something about uh, it. Uh, you'd have to clarify it, but I will uh, check the something about was good practiced or some some shit. Like I think he's back. He could be. Uh, let's see here. If he is, that would be. The, I'm sure that would be the opening fucking salvo. Uh, Injury report. Well, he is not. He is not on the injury list for Jacksonville. But I don't see anywhere here where they're touting that he's going to start. Um, hold on. Uh, I'll keep reading here and see if I can find anything. I did thought I read somewhere too that Bortles was a possibility of no, that was Joe Flacco was a possibility of not playing. Uh, I don't see anything here that that says he's playing and you think they would think they would mention that if he was. Well, apparently it's not a point. Oh, okay. No, here we go. Uh, all indications are that he'll be in the starting lineup come Sunday. Okay. I'm going to hear you so, out first. There you go. So that's that's off of ESPN. So um, now whether he's going to be any effective or not is another question. He hasn't played for quite a while. Um, and what does that say about practice? Uh, okay, he did practice twice this week. And they're two and zero in games he's played. Without him, they're one and five. Uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, all right, let me lay my let me lay my shekel on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Colts aren't, aren't very good either, so I think them them playing at home is not really that much of an advantage because they're not very good. Yeah, I, I have a you know a, a soft spot in my heart for Andrew Luck, and I. I love them as an underdog because in the fourth quarter he just starts swinging like he did in Stanford. Um, unfortunately, he's not in Stanford anymore, and the Jaguars this season have beat those Patriots we spoke of, and we're also in the AFC Championship with relatively the same roster, minus a few injuries, granted. Um, and if Leonard Fournette is playing, he, that dude is a brick shit house out of LSU, well, and I think the whole it changes the whole way that team on all Yeah, yeah. I mean, suddenly you can't you can, like right now. It's okay. Well, they might they might throw they might run the ball, but they ain't going to be any good at it. So we don't really have to defend all that tough. We can we can kind of you know go zone or one on one. We're not that worried about it because we're not worried about them drawing up the middle or any of that kind of nonsense because they don't have a running back that can do any of that stuff. But if he's playing, I mean, that's now, suddenly that's a whole other thing to contend with. And they haven't had much time 
to get ready to contend for it either. If he's been kind of questionable and now all of a sudden, okay, he's going to play. And the Colts have no defense either. So, yeah, no, they do not. Yeah, I, I've got I've, – I just jacked it up to four units. Four units on the Jags taking three. No I mean, if somehow Indianapolis wins, I mean, Jesus Christ, they're a three-point well, favorite. That's going to be – I mean, I, the worst-case scenario – I'm going to make a bold statement. The worst-case scenario this week, if you take Jacksonville at three, getting three, is you'll lose by a put. I mean, you won't lose. You'll get a push. I mean, I I love what the what the coach said, too. If you're asking me if he's able to play and are we going to kind of hold back or just kind of work him into it, don't look for that. We will, he will be going full bore. We expect full bore from everyone. They're going to treat expect it like – Expect two touchdowns from him. Yeah, he and he's got he's got maybe a little something to – he might want to make a bit of a statement, too, that they am, I'm back, bitches. Cause yep. They missed him. All right, uh, moving on. Um, yeah, another fucking perplexing game. Detroit at Chicago. Bears laying a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> not a big they've fan kind of, of uh, They've kind of, I know. Of uh, squads. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to, I said I was going to let you talk first, but I, I Butt in when I, I butt yeah. in when I have a thought. Um, I know. Yeah. It is it we is know. it is awkward to see Chicago as a seven point favorite, but continue. Well, they are. I mean, granted, they are a better team uh, than what they used to be, and defensively, yes. let me tell you, they got a lot going on there. They got they got a hell of a good defense. They sure uh, their do. weak spot. Their weak spot is is offensively, where their Trubisky still figuring things out. He hasn't been horrible. I loved him at North Carolina. Yeah, he hasn't been and he, horrible. And he has, but he, but he has but, one game this year where he threw six touchdowns. That wasn't their first meeting, was it? Yeah, well, uh, I don't know, but he but he he hasn't got he hasn't got your typical. I mean, he's a little high in the interceptions. But he doesn't have your typical rookie quarterback. Well, he's not a rookie either, I guess. But um, first-year starter, anyway, I think. But he hasn't got you know like ten touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. Well, he's got better. He's got better numbers than uh, Matthew Stafford for Detroit. So and Detroit, he doesn't have more money. But no, but he but he might one day. Detroit is just a hot mess. Um, they got rid of. They gave us our their best receiver. They did, and they 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 came out of the gates zero and two or what were they one and one and three I think, and everybody got excited because they won two games, and then they turned around and got hammered two more weeks in a row. So granted, that was the Seattle and um, uh, the Vikings, but still, losses are losses. Uh, the Bears are not a bad team. Um, I, I'm gonna put man there at home, which is always oh. nice. I'll put I'll put my I'll put my dollar on the Bears to cover. Have you have you extended anything besides one unit this week? I uh, threw two on the uh, on the uh, Tampa Bay Packers. I'm sure. 
You didn't do the Packers? No. Uh, excuse me. No, I'm. Uh, I said I, I, I'm not liking these games much. <laughs> if I'm going to take a bath, I'll only lose the one unit and try to keep my head above water. You know, um, Detroit is. You know, if if I'd love to unload on Chicago, but Detroit is so weird. Their personnel is not that bad as seen when they show up. Uh, the beginning of the season, they hated their coach, allegedly, from our sources. Yeah. And, yeah, and that doesn't then all of a sudden that they started away. playing. But that doesn't and that's the away. Bill Belichick uh, product. Uh, what's well, the hell's name? Helps, the but... <laughs> what's his name, their damn coach with the beard? That's Bill Belichick's uh, understudy with the beard. What the hell's his name? Their coach. Oh. You know it. I know oh. it, but I'm losing. I can never remember his name. We'll get it later. Everybody out there knows. I know who you're talking about, but but uh, I never remember his name either. Yeah, he's uh, apparently not likable um, by a lot of them, and they kind of show up, and, they, you know, it seems like they're doing the equivalent of the NBA tank. But that scares me because some of those teams that tanked get to see some of those guys that they didn't know about it's, in uh, practice Matt that are Patricia. now starters. This is fucking name. Matt Patricia, yes, yes, yes. Matt yes. Patricia. So now I, I hate to do this, uh, but – Chicago is a favorite. Just doesn't. It doesn't look right to me. Well, they're just so, so used to you... not seeing it. It's been so long since they were even remotely good that it's hard to yeah, yeah, yeah. that they might be good. Yeah, and if they were coming in minus three or something or whatever, but they're minus a full touchdown, I I can see Matt Stafford just throwing bombs at the end of the game in the fourth quarter <laughs> if he's down it's three quite touchdowns. Possible. But I could also, but he could also suck balls too. You just don't know. You got to kind of go. Okay, well, well, I, they had a pretty, they had a pretty shitty game last week. So does that mean he's going to be good this week, or is he going to continue to be shitty? I'm taking the Lions for two units plus seven. Well, you can have them. Not claiming they're going to win. Just claiming that. Yeah, that could be you know, in in Chicago. That could be another. Uh, I imagine the weather's not going to be too great there either. If it's not good in Green Bay, it's probably not going to be good in Chicago. Um, that could be a field goal game too, or it could come down to a field goal easily enough. Right. Yeah. No. That's. Of course, Chicago could fucking sack the shit out of them and make me look bad. But who cares? I'm going <laughs> well, to crush this, college this anyway, so it doesn't matter. I mean, you got to you got to figure uh, just to jump back a smidgen to the Thursday night game. Okay, we got the we got the six and two Panthers at the uh, uh, five and two Steelers, five two and one Steelers. Sorry, and everybody. No, you okay, already. This should be, oh, okay. Yeah, but this you know this should be a pretty close game, right? And look at they're fucking thirty one points. Totally fucking just blew them away. wasn't even close. Cream rises to the top um, sometimes. I mean, how many people lost money on that? I mean, I imagine a shit pile of people lost money on that game. I don't know how they couldn't have. Yeah, the weather's supposed to be not too bad. 41 degrees and a kickoff in, in, at Soldier Field. 
Uh, anyways, moving on to the next one. This is okay. This is the only game where I'm quite content on who's going to win. I'm just not sure about. Oh the yeah, point. sure. Right. Uh, you know, Kansas well, City remember, very. Remember, remember, home. like I think it was week. Remember, I think it was week three. Not to not to fuck up your theory because I'm not really doubting. Oh, good. But remember, I think it was week three when that terrible Buffalo Bills team walked into Minnesota and were up twenty-seven to nothing the second quarter. And everybody was like, did I read that wrong? What in the fuck? They got the rookie quarterback out there, and they're beating Minnesota? So, just saying, but continue. Oh, true enough. But when I look at the Cardinals, this is the problem I have with the Cardinals. First of all, they've only won two games all year, and both of them were against the 49ers, who are bad, admittedly. Uh, the, The Cardinals have only scored 110 points. In eight games. Hmm. That's fucked up. That is fucking ridiculous. That's a good stat. Six against Washington. Nothing against the Rams. 14 against the Bears. 17 against the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, 30, 46 of those 110 came in their two wins against, almost half in their two wins against the 49ers. They can't um, score. <laughs> I don't. I haven't looked deeply in Kansas City's uh, defense, but I know early in the season, as as much as they were winning, they were letting up a lot they of gave yardage. Up, yeah, they their defense is not uh, holy shit. Boy, they're good. I think they give up a lot of points too. I'm just I'm just pulling that up, uh, and I think they've won. They won a couple close ones earlier. Uh, well, they've given up two two hundred and twenty six points in nine games, so that's what three about twenty five a game. I mean, they they never worry about it because they score in the high thirties or forties every freaking week. Right. I mean, they've scored they've scored three hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> yeah. It's, which is a hundred hundred and seventeen more than the than the the Chargers who are in second place behind them in the AFC West. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go that this is gonna be a blowout. It's in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is the real deal, friends. No two ways about it. That's that's not luck anymore. That's not uh, having a, a freak here. That that guy's good. Uh, and the Arizona Cardinals are bad. Uh, Tim puts three units on the Chiefs. Mm. Um, this is going to be like a college football game. When I was in the trenches, as they speak, if I saw a line this big in the NFL, I would either take the dog or stay the fuck away from it. And as much as I'd love to unload on the Chiefs, I can't. So I'm going to put one unit on the Chiefs because I am scared that they'll win by 16 while we're laying 16 and a half. <laughs> that, is also a, that is also a distinct possibility or something better, like it's they're winning by 14 and, and kick a field goal and miss a fucker. Yeah, some shit. Yeah, some, something stupid. Yeah, oh, no, that's quite possible. Uh, all right. Uh, this one here for me, this next one, this was the gimme game of the week. Chargers at the Raiders. I know where you're going, I think. Chargers at the Raiders. Ten points to the Chargers. 
the, Raiders, uh, the Battle of Las Vegas, isn't it? Both, aren't both of them moving yeah, to Las the, Vegas? The soon to be, the soon to be Battle of Las Vegas. The Raiders are so bad, so god awful bad. They've are they tanking for for Boza? Are they? Uh, uh, it's a possibility. Blowing for but, Boza. But uh, I mean, they have just got. They got nothing. I mean, literally nothing. I mean, De- Derek Carr just reminds me of David Carr, except not quite as bad, but close. You know, um, and he, was good, he was a good player. He was a good player prior to the broken leg. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lay everything on that, but. No, I I'm just, not either. But I mean, he he's he he's another guy. He's he he's he, he, he throws for a lot of yards, but they don't yeah. score because he hasn't got anybody to throw it to. I mean, their their leading receiver has three touchdown passes. Three. Yeah. <laughs> and Marshawn Lynch, while I will admire what he's done in the game, um, he is pretty wore out. Uh, yeah, he's old. Yeah, you know, he's not and fat. Yeah, he he's not. You know, he's not going to gallop for thirty and forty. You know, he's not tearing up uh, secondaries anymore. That just doesn't happen. I mean, he's got and he's he's their leading rusher, three hundred and seventy yards and three touchdowns. They can't score. It's that simple. Now the Chargers, on the other hand, have no problem with that. It's whether they're going to give up any or not is their their problem. Um, Philip Rivers has more kids they? than the Osmonds. Anyway, Philip Rivers, yeah, he's an interesting, he's an interesting dude. You could write a book about. Eight kids. Uh, uh, their defense, I mean, they've only given up 180 points, which is I'm with pretty you low. On, I'm kind of with you on this from the way it's out. Yeah, I, I just uh, uh, ten. That shouldn't be a problem for them. I'm only going to, I'm only going to throw one at it, but I cannot bet on the Oakland Raiders. I just can't do it. I'm going to go two units Chargers minus the ten. It's not because I hate John Gruden either, because I I don't hate him. I'm just not quite sure that he just the reputation is deserved or not. No, um, his move uh, to there and his ten year contract and so forth seems to be playing out like LeBron James moving to L.A. It's not necessarily about this year. And we'll leave it at that. I, I, not I as true, and, you know, I would put him in the same position we put the players in. If somebody was going to give you that contract to coach the the uh, the Eagles, would you take it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You'd be an idiot not to. So good, good on him for getting it and making the bank. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. Nine and a hook to the Rams in L.A. Uh, Rams got got spanked last week. Uh, are they hurting still, or are they going to be pissed off because they got spanked last week and ruined their perfect season and all that good stuff that nobody should care about anyway, but everybody, well, I guess the press kind of rides it. Um, the Seahawks are, the are a, the Seahawks are a hot mess at uh, 4 and 4. Um, Russell Wilson is trying. 
you can't do everything by yourself. Uh, Seattle has no running game at all. Uh, yeah, they're they're in for a they're in for a beatdown. I'll take to I'll take the Rams at home for two points on the nine and the hook. Do you remember? Units, do you remember when um, the Los Angeles Rams were in St. Louis? Wasn't that long ago? I do. They were a very bad team, and at the same time, the Seattle Seahawks were a very, very good team. The aforementioned Marshawn Lynch was there, and he was actually effective. Uh, they won a Super Bowl. Arguably, with the play call, they could have won two in a row with the interception. Um, and I always, when I was an active sports better, took the Rams because for some reason, this was Jeff Fisher Rams. Even though he fucked everything up, he hung with the Seahawks when they were good. So now the roles are reversed, and the Rams are coming off a loss. And John Q. Public are thinking the Rams, who deserve the accolades that they get, are just going to be angry and refocused, etc. And they may be right. But this handicapper is going to put three units on the Seattle Seahawks, taking nine and a half. Based on like I said, your boy, I can't Russell I, Wilson. I can't, I can't dissuade it. I mean, Russell Wilson is capable, but he needs help. Is all I'm saying. And so far this year, he hasn't really got it. Um, said they got no running game at all. I think he's probably rushed for more yards than their running backs have. Yeah, I mean, there's arguments either way, and you made some valid points. But I, I mean, these, the Rams and Hawks are just a weird matchup where I don't know if the tide's changed. It's changed, obviously, talent-wise, and uh, obviously standings and so forth. But I, I you well, know, we might, I always took the Rams yeah, back in the day, yeah. and now I'm taking off. We we may find out that the Rams were much ado about nothing. I mean mm-hmm. that. I mean yeah, they were. I mean okay, you, you can't. Okay, eight no is obviously not all luck. But you I can think go get a eight no. You can go eight no and not be as good as people think you are. Let's put you it can. that way. Um, especially depending on who you've who you played. Um, you know, we get fooled in the college game and in in both sports, uh, basketball too. Where well, well they're they're twenty one and two. I'll, I mean, they they got to be half decent. Not not necessarily if they play in the you know the Tennessee Mountain Division or whatever you know whatever you want to dream up. I mean, the, when you look at their when you look at their eight no. Okay, the Raiders. And the Cardinals are two of those games. The 49ers are another one. Then they said so three of those games were total throwaways. Uh, although they have beat the uh, the Chargers, have already beat the. Oh no, that's the Chargers, not the uh, Rams. Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're. I mean, they beat the Packers, they beat the Chargers, they beat the Vikings. They've already beaten the Seahawks once this year. Only by two points. What was the score of that? 33-31 in Seattle. Thank you. 
So yeah, you know, you 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 you, you could not. I mean, it could easily be could easily be there. No argument from me. Uh, last game, Giants and Forty ers Three and a half points to the Forty ers uh, Just and, in case somebody joined us late, uh, we had Nigel DeAngelis on, a Dallas insider. So we skipped ahead to the Eagles Dallas game, and we're going right to Monday. Nobody took the Cowboys, by the way. <laughs> Which, remember the last time he was on, nobody did. Or Everybody took them in the off. Right. Yeah, the only no, the only thing about this game is, okay, we got Eli Manning who um, can't find the end zone. Got eight touchdown passes. Uh, you've got I believe it's uh, – I don't even actually – I'm not even sure who's quarterbacking for the 49ers because they're they're into backup territory times two, I believe. C.J. Beathard, I believe, is the quarterback for the uh, 49ers. No, it's a, it's a kid uh, that, that came out and whooped somebody's ass, uh, Mullen or something. What's his name? Oh, it, oh, did Beathard get hurt too and they and they had to move on yeah, they to got the – and they were like a big dog in this Mullen guy. Mullen's Mullen something. Not Chris okay, Mullen from back in the day. Yeah, he I, came I, out I on that. I, uh, yeah, now that you say that, I'm, my brain is kind of going okay. I think I might know who you're talking about, but I'll just look him up quick. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins stopped yeah. the stopped a mud hole Nick, in your ass. And that's the Nick bottom Mullins. line. Because Nick Mullins said so. Yes, Nick Mullins out of uh, Southern Miss, big old corn-fed, eating big boy from the South. Um, yeah, all right. He went to sixteen to twenty-two for three touchdowns and a quarterback rating of one hundred and fifty-one last week. Well, that looks good on paper. Um, sure does. Where's that game being held, by the way? For the San Francisco. Okay. Uh, I have just I've got no faith in the Giants, but I I, I think a, a veteran Giants team gets it done. Three and a half, oh. not not enough. I will take I will take the pick. Giants. I will take the Giants. They got nothing to they got nothing to play for anymore except they're out of it already. So who's the three, who's who is who's Who's laying three and a half? The Giants or the Niners? The the, the 49ers. That's weird. I do I do find that weird. Um, a two-time Super Bowl winner with uh, I believe a healthy Barkley and um, yeah I don't yeah that Beckham. team's not beat. I mean they got they got Beckham Barkley and it's just they they can't score. They they just can't get the ball into the end zone. I mean, they've got – I believe that uh, uh, Manning is on his way to like 3,000-plus yards again this year. They just can't They just can't get oh. him in the end zone for some reason. Bad red zone. Um, yeah, can't get it done in, in tight for whatever reason. You know, I like my pro picks this week a lot, so I'm only going to wager one unit. On, uh, ugh, it, it hurts to say it. The Giants. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan. You know this. I mean, I, I can't. I dislike the Giants more than I dislike the Eagles. But actually, I don't even like to dislike the Eagles that much. I'm a weird Cowboys fan. I kind of like the Eagles actually. But um, yeah, I just I, I, you're not I, special I, needs, I, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Cause well, the, my the, Canadian, yeah. my, my, the Canadian in me overrides the Dallas Cowboys fan in me, and I'm right, right, smart right, enough right. to know that the Cowboys, just because they're America's team, like I, I, I didn't want to argue with Nigel because I know he he knows more than me, but I, I almost wanted to throw in there, and maybe next time I will. I don't know him very well, and I don't want to uh, offend him or anything. I thought I, I thought Des Bryant was a serious sideline distraction for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, you know, he did point out some stuff about. I mean, I don't know if this made it to to you or to the regular uh, fans because I didn't pay that much attention. But he did bring up something that I'll admit on air that I'm very familiar with: depression, anxiety, chemical imbalances, as opposed to being just an asshole. And it can manifest itself in many different ways. So, I mean, well, I don't know. no, no, I I won't say that he that he doesn't have a that that that's not the case. No argument there. But that doesn't mean that you're not a distraction. He may have, yeah, yeah, he may have been a distraction either way, whatever came out. You know, you, well, he right. did a lot of running to the sidelines and getting in QB's faces. and Yeah, no, he wasn't T.O., granted, but nobody was T.O. for, I mean, Terrell Owens wanted the ball when he was in the dressing room. He thought somebody should throw to him. He wasn't playing. Hey, man, I, I'd have threw to that fucking stud even though he was nuts. Yeah, he caught, he caught it enough times. Uh, all right, where are we? We got we've got thirty nine minutes left, Tom, and we've got college football yet to cover. Well, we're going to zoom through it. I got most of my shit written down. All right, well, uh, let me bring up the let me save this document for posterity, and we will move over to the college game because there's a shitload of games. I guess it depends on what you want to bet and what you don't want to bet. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, take I'm gonna put something on every freaking game, but it'll be quick. Fuck yeah! All boom, right, boom, I'm boom. with you because I, I like, I like to scoreboard watch. In the college game, yes, I'm as right as I am wrong most of the time. Anyway, it doesn't seem to make any difference. So, I'm, I'm with you. All right, uh, you want to lead her Just off? Just to let the listeners, since, since, since I uh, let you beat your chest. Actually, you didn't. I beat your chest for you. I'll beat mine because I told everybody last week that Iowa State was going to win and cover. I told everybody that Alabama was going to win and cover. I told everybody that Georgia was going to win and cover. And as you mentioned on one of the shows that you were just on, I even confidently put four units on Troy. So I had a great week in college. (laughs) I threw out that one because I, I remember you picking it and me going, Troy stayed for four, hey? Fuck yeah, no problem Fucking there. Fucking right. <laughs> Bingo. Goddamn right. Um, yeah, all right. So, yeah, and, the, and for the record, I believe you were plus, depending on your, your picks on Thursday, Friday, which I couldn't remember what they were, yeah. I believe you were like plus 15 or 16, and I was like plus 12 or 13. Yeah. So we did fucking yeah, really just, good last week. So If you put your pros we admitted we didn't even together. know what we were doing. Yeah. Well, we had a bad week the week so, before, so we kind of felt down about ourselves and stuff. That's that's the difference between a week. So yeah, Temple Houston is what I see. Yes, sir. 
how about those Temple Owls, North Philadelphia? Great secondary. Um, Born and raised. I guess I'll lead the way in college. Um, Go ahead. Temple playing these. Excuse me. Now I'm hiccuping. That's great. It's really professional. Um, Houston is a scoring machine. She's on the right in front of me. Actually, I have laughing to speak at to her about like one of her favorite shows. She's feeding you like she pampers you way too fucking much. It's got to stop. Uh, she's wonderful. Um, but I know. Maybe we'll I get agree. To that in a little she's bit. a good woman. She's a good woman from. Uh, so I will take those Temple Owls to getting points because they almost uh, fucked up Central Florida's undefeated streak. And Houston is not as good as Central Florida. And Houston, I respect Houston. And as you see, the over under 68, 70 now currently. Um, but I'll take that. I wish it was still five that it opened. But I'll take that four and a hook with Temple. And I'll take it for two units. You're right. And I'll totally disagree with you and take Houston for one. Fair enough. We go. I don't think we're going to disagree on this one. Um, Michigan is playing the team that keeps somehow scoring on me and fucking me in the back door. And um, <laughs> Fuck it. I, have, <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean to talk about my back door, Robin. Uh, anyway, you do. You love your back door. Uh, God, I'm half a fag and I don't even know it. Second half of life is strange. But anyway, um, back Karen really worked up so. Back to business. Uh, Michigan is uh, we we both uh, picked them and we're high. You're a Michigan fan, but I we both were on them against Notre Dame. They lost. We both kind of doubted what they were. They have the number one defense in America, and their offense is rapidly improving, and they are in the playoff hunt. Rutgers, as I've said, sucks major balls. Sucks. And your balls, my balls, Nate's balls, Cade's balls, everyone's. They're fucking horrible. I don't, even though it's kind of like in driving distance from where I live now in New Jersey, uh, Michigan on the road handed it to Michigan State and said, fuck you, Spartans. And there's no, 37 is insane, like for a serious, like Vegas better, betting like 20,000 on something. But I got to put four units in the comfort of my own show on Michigan to cover that thirty-seven. Well, they may beat them I, forty to nothing. I, the thing too, and you want them for four. The thing too is that Michigan, with that one loss, a they can't afford to lose a game, and b well, they have to make a fuck, no, but they can't yes. afford to lose, and they have to make a fucking statement every week. Yes, and if you saw Clemson put on seventy-seven or something last week, yeah, those they don't teams have think a choice. about putting. Yeah, they got to put it on them. They they don't have a choice now. The, the time for niceties is over. They have to they have mm-hmm. to fucking beat them by fifty if they can. So I'll I will take Michigan for only for two, but I'll still take them. Thirty-seven is a fucking shit pile. But you know, right. uh, there was what did I have? Uh, I think it was well, even the Alabama LSU game. Everybody laughed at us that there was no way Alabama could cover that, and, fuck, they covered that and then some. So, yeah, you know, Michigan's got a good team, and, they're, yeah, no, they're going to lay a beating on. They have to. they got no choice. 
Pittsburgh, who I've uh, I hate, but I've I've strangely been right more than wrong on them because they're such they're just like me. They're bipolar. One week they'll be nice, one week they'll be an asshole, and this week they're going to be an asshole. So I'm going but Vatek for three units uh, plus three at Pittsburgh. Vatek is and a better I'll, team. I will take Pittsburgh for one. Pittsburgh is they, who did they? I don't even want to look. They beat somebody they had no fucking business beating, and it pissed me. Yeah, right yeah, off. and I was all I was yeah. all over them that week. Yeah. Uh, we move right, up to Clemson. BC can score, as we know. BC's at least we've been on them together. We've been on them apart. Um, BC can play. BC's a decent team, but Clemson is. Dabo Sweeney is like score, motherfucker, score. So the but eighteen the, to me, the, the eighteen to me is. The 18 to me is nothing. Um, and BC, I respect BC, but Clemson's just a little bit better and three touchdowns. If they're three touchdowns better, that's enough to cover the spread. So I want to give uh, two units to the Clemson Tigers. Okay, I'm right, I'm right there with you on that one. Like I said, Clem, Clemson's in the – there's like seven or eight teams at the top of the division besides Alabama that are all in the same boat, and Clemson is one of them. Even though I think they're still mm-hmm. they're still undefe- they're still undefeated though, aren't they? They're, but they can. Oh, not, absolutely. They if they, they want to make sure. That, yeah, if they want to make they sure they get two. in, a they don't want to. Yeah, they they don't want to lose, and b they don't want to have somebody else like Notre Dame throw up. Oh, okay, yeah, Clemson won, but Notre Dame was more impressive and beat somebody by twenty five points instead of seventeen and. They they don't want that to happen. They'll throw up seventy seven if they can. Yes, they will. Um, now we go to uh, Kevin Sumlin. Is it um, at noon Eastern? One of the early games. Minus twelve currently against Ole Miss. Ole Miss fucks up, fucks up some good team. I mean, some bad teams rather. Um, but Texas A and M has been competitive with very good teams. And laying 12, I'm going to take them for two units over Old Miss. Okay, my thinking there is not far off from yours. Just not quite as confident, so I'll take them for one. Here we go to our uh, shout-out, even though these two fuckers probably don't listen. Um, John McAdam and Tony Basilio, but... They've both put me on their shitty, not shitty, wonderful shows. Sorry. Um, Beers make me say weird things. Uh, I'm going with Tennessee, the Vols, um, at home. Are you kidding me? They beat somebody really good there, didn't they? 30 to something, Texas or something. Uh, Yeah, they didn't. I don't feel like looking. They put an end to somebody's, uh, they beat Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They beat Auburn at home. Kentucky is a no-offense-having motherfucking team. This is obviously a rival deal. If you're catching 5.5 because Kentucky has a good defense and you're Tennessee, give me five units on the Volunteers plus five and a half at home. 
If I was in Atlantic City yeah, right now, does. I'd be laying, I'd be betting the money line on that. Throwing the mortgage down on that one? Um, yeah, because oh. Kentucky, didn't they, I want to say they shit on our parade somewhere along the line. Georgia just, seven and two. Georgia just made them yeah, real Georgia last week. Yeah, Georgia them around. And Texas A&M. But the line went up for some reason, but I don't give a fuck. I don't follow um, them, that bullshit when it comes to college. Okay, I, I will I will I will play devil's advocate and I'll stick with Kentucky for one. Fair enough. They got a great defense. I won't get I won't take that away from them. Um the Brigham Young University, Steve Young and Danny Ainge and all those fucking legends Jim McMahon. that were Mormons. Jim McMahon, Andy Reid, you name it. They got it. Two masks can score. Sorry. Sorry, honey. I have to finish the the uh what do you call that when you end a beer? What's that terminology? Sorry, the backwash. Oh, you left the you left the sludge in, did you? Yeah, yeah. My, and the lovely the Robin who's the lovely oh, Robin yeah. who's staying awake way past her bedtime made me drink it. So you'll see who wears the pants in this family. She's wearing. She is literally wearing. Same person who wears them over here, my friend. (laughs) And strangely, like she's she's female and she's got a bigger bulge than me, but I don't know. She's like oral. Bigger balls than me too. So. I I qualified the statement anyway. That's the entertainment part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Robin makes it run in. On BYU. <laughs> That's why I qualify it. <laughs> anyway, that makes me sound. Anyway, she didn't hear no. the part where <laughs> I. Never mind. All, Back to BYU and Matt. Know, all fans know Tom. We all know you're a fucking saint. You have to be. Well, that's no slam on Tom. Right. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. So we all I know you're calling me a fact. saint. Oh, you don't know really? like I know. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> There's something going on last night. Dude, no, dude keep fucking digging that hole, Tom. Yeah, I'm going to get beat up. But if last night was my last night on earth, I was happy. Anyhow. Um... <laughs> All right, BYU, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I lost my place on the computer because of my power. I, I don't have a I don't have a horse in this race, to be honest. Oh, I have a, a horse in this race, and it's that scoring machine that nobody talks about that loses a lot, granted. And they're called UMass, and everybody just, you know, they're probably like. 60% cover-wise uh, in whatever week this is. But BYU has I let us down. Way. Let yeah. us down, at least let me down a lot. And no, you're on the road. You're, you're you're coming into New England. And UMass can score. So God bless you, BYU. You'll probably win. 
but I'll take what I see as 14 points at home with UMass for three units. Fair enough. In a, in a, in a show of, of partisanship, I will take them for one. Just because I uh, bet on everything now, now, this got me messed up a little bit because even though what's in front of me is Liberty, Virginia, which I will find for in a moment, um, I kind of went off script when I was writing things down just because of uh, things I like. But anyway, uh, if you're ready for Liberty, Virginia, I'm, I'm back. Uh, I'm ready for whatever you're ready for. Okay. Um, Virginia. You know, I picked Liberty a couple weeks uh, out of nowhere, and and they won for me. But one week they got their doors blown off. And this is going to be a week like that because Virginia is a good fucking team. Um, The money line for this game to – I heard you with Karen on that uh, one – on part of the anniversary show of Wide Men Can't Jump when when she asked about the money line or the pucks or whatever – the money line on this for Liberty, if you took Liberty to win this game, it, it, Virginia is minus 2,500. That is very telling. Holy and shit. Virginia minus 24 to me is they'll be, they'll be winning by that at halftime. And I will give my only five unit so far on – Virginia to crush my liberty. Why? Why is Virginia getting no love at six and three? And they, they because uh, they've played a decent schedule and they've showed up against good teams. Yeah, they beat Miami. They beat the fucking those bastards at Duke. Um, so you're taking Virginia with a boatload. <laughs> And I'll take them for two because I fucking hate Liberty with passion, and which is amazing considering that I don't even know where the fuck that school is located. Go figure. A Canadian hates Liberty, but anyway, we will move on. We're not about we're not about Liberty up here. Figure Your so. favorite team, Tim. Troy. God damn it. Has at Troy is at Troy Aikman. Troy whoever Troy. is at. Georgia Southern. Palomalu. Troy Palomalu, great reference. Um, great hair, great fucking player. Um, Indeed. This this line has not like moved very much. One and a half, one and a half, one, yada, yada, yada. Robin says Steelers. She's correct. Um, Samoan, whatever. Uh, great at giving a flying headbutt. I don't know. Forget got his hair Palomalo pulled a couple of now. times and got his hair pulled a couple of times and loved it. Yes. So let's go um, with Troy. It's almost too easy, so I'm scared. I was going to put a lot on this one, but I'm just going to put one on Troy. They've yeah, been me, good to me, me against Troy Southern. But they they've been good to us, but not but, but yeah, they're. <laughs> Yeah, they, they've covered pretty much. Even when they haven't won, they have covered quite a bit. But almost, but then you're, you're but not as much as your next team. This is next. Well, game. yes, uh, you know I have the um, favoritism towards Baylor because 
the coach of Baylor is the coach that turned Temple's program around. And they are playing my five-unit winner last week, Iowa State, and the line has went crazy. It went from 14 to 17. They're at Iowa State. It's kind of crazy, but I've never been called sane. And I'm going to take those Baylor Bears plus 17 at a cool three units against Iowa State. All right. Um, And I'm going to go against you on that one, and I'll take Iowa State. Uh, That's a run rampant over Baylor. Fair enough. I mean, that's not – it's not something I but can only really argue with. But, but, you, but you're right. I like, Baylor could easily lose this game by 14 points. I like both teams, though. Um, here we go with a surprise play from me, I think, uh, if you've listened. Uh, no, because I think, I, I think you're feeling about this one the same way I am. Mm, okay. Um, Central Florida, they have the nation's longest win streak at – 175 games in a row. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, they were it's undefeated last year, and they're like seven and zero or they're twenty some wins in a row. Um, they played Temple. They didn't impress me that much, and Navy kind of played okay against Notre Dame for a while. And to me, twenty three and a half. Uh, I kind of wish it was twenty four. But I'm going to take Navy for two units. Mm-hmm. I'll take them for one. Navy's going to bore Central Florida to death. And they might win by 20 points. That'll be it. Maybe yeah. it's over. And who cares? I hear you. Who cares but us? I hear, I, I hear you, and I, and, I, and I don't obey, but I agree. Okay. Uh, this game... The next game is uh, the Nate Bush special of the week, I guess. Uh, oh, shit. I forgot to mention, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, shout out to Armando, who had to vacate yes. his home today. And but yeah, that has, uh, But was uh, fucking had a brain and let us all know through the emergency service there that they got on the Facebook that he is relocated and he and his family are fine. But shout out to Armando and hope... Uh, Hope you end up getting good luck out of that whole mess there, and stay safe, my friend. Armando Martinez is literally um, the fourth in the four horsemen of this shit we do. Damn well. Literally. One of the nicest guys I've never met. Yeah, and we'll we'll change. I don't know if you'll change that because you stay up there in Canada and don't leave, but I'll I'll go somewhere to meet him because I love the guy. Um, yeah, he's, so you'll he's, probably he's, will he's eventually. He's a good dude. Yeah. So be well, safe when I win my the wildfires. When I win my Grammy Award for and, podcasting. And the, the Thousand Oaks shooting, the mass shooting was 1.2 miles from his home. So I, I, mean, <sighs> Can you, I don't been, it's been a rough week. Yeah, they've had a tough one up there again. Or over there, down there, depending on where you're at. So back to the Back to the day Bush gave of the week. Nate Bush game of the week. The Cade Bush game of the week. No? I don't know. Is he ready? <laughs> we go to K- yes, yeah, now you're talking. The Cade Bush game of the week. Beautiful. 
newborn newborn Cade, um, born on Halloween, West Virginia Mountaineer fan probably um, from uh, from dad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's loyalty to that school from Autumn, but I'm not sure. Um, I have to uh, be a jerk and hope that Cade's in a bad mood and decides not to be a West Virginian Saturday at noon because I love Texas Christian taking 11 and a half, and I'm going to put five, five units against those Mountaineers. Is that like five for every beer you've had since the show started? Listen, let's not. Let's not break character and pull the curtain back. Uh, anyway. Okay, no, but my my outrage is real. Normally, I don't argue yeah. much with your picks, but are you fucking insane? Five? Yeah. Are you crazy? Yep. Nope. Never. No way in hell. West Virginia covers easily. Two two units on West Virginia. I actually don't, don't mind West Virginia, but this is a... This is a difficult game there. Um, Texas lovers of the fake man in the sky university. Come on. Hey, man. I am not an atheist. Now we're going to argue uh, more. I'm not, I'm not so either. Get through this. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not either, and you know that. No, I just, TCU right. has let me down more times than I could shake a stick at. I take West Virginia. But Next game on the fair. docket. Say again? I didn't hear. Uh, was it a joke? What? Oh, I just missed your no, last comment. No. All right. No, 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 no. Miami at no Georgia jokes, Tech. Yeah. I want you to, I want you to take this one because I didn't prep this and I got to look at this. Well, Miami. The the University of Miami. The U. That is not. This is not Florida. This is not Florida State. This is the University of Miami. Uh, same, what did they do last deal. week? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, well, they they seem to me that they've been kind of wishy-washy this year, from from what I can recall in my memory. And I'm not a huge fan of theirs. But that being said, I'm trying to find the game on the other page. Um. Not a late game. No, it's act, I'm actually going in order on the. Uh, if they're we okay, go back one. Well, they're on not the all in order. Not. They're they're from they're from the east coast to the west coast, Dave. It, it is the, actually uh, time. It's a time change to seven p.m. Yeah, because all the uh, UCLA USC games in Arizona State and all those are always the last ones on the list. Uh, we got five and four Miami at five and four Georgia Tech. So both of them know that they're not winning the fucking deal. Yeah, both of them know that, like, if they win out, probably get some shitty bowl, and they got major well, but, uh, names yeah, on their fucking have, what, university. You got to pull six wins to get a. Isn't it six wins at least to get a bowl bid? Which is just. Ridiculous. I don't know should, technically, but. Yeah, because it should be way more than that. Um, in Georgia. Line has moved down from four and four and a half to two and a half. So the public yeah, two, is betting Miami. Well, fuck the public. 
except our listeners, of course. Uh, I will take Georgia Tech for one. Brother, you just matched me because one unit, Georgia Tech. I really don't have that much of a strong opinion on this. Me neither. I was going to throw everyone out there. I'm trying to throw something into my head about Georgia Tech that I can hang a hat on, but uh, I wasn't really coming up with much. Um, Um, I think without even um, me saying anything, you will know who I'm picking in the next game. Oh, you you don't have the same screen I have up, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Kansas or Kansas State? Okay, fair enough. Um, I can't remember if it's you're the fan of Kansas or the fan of Kansas State. It's who I'm not a love fan of. No, you're not a fan of. You're not a fan. And of who Kansas. gave me my five unit winner last week? Kansas is a basketball program. Yeah, that's what I said. It was Kansas that you hate. Uh-huh. K-State, you know, they, they're not good enough for you to care. In both sports, but it's a rivalry. I get that. They get up for this, both colleges, and they, you know, probably beat each other up out there in the flyover states that I don't care about because I'm in the Northeast. Do they have some, do they have some like fucking piece of wood or a brick or something that the fucking school gets to take with them if they win? Some ridiculous they, fucking... I don't know. We'd have so to get Nate for that kind of small state bullshit. <laughs> Just kidding, Nate. Just kidding, Kansas listeners. Nate, I love I, you guys. I'm sure Nate would... If Nate doesn't know, I don't know who would. Right. Um, Thomas Bain, maybe. Did you fall off the bed or something? Thomas Robinson has left the building. Some kind of noise there. Thomas? Have you had a heart attack and dropped dead, or what? Did you lose all of There you are. Yeah, no, I lost you there entirely for about 30 seconds. Hmm. I heard you the whole time, and I was wondering. Oh, um, no, all anyway. I heard was, anyway, Kansas, Kansas State. Kansas State minus 10 for four, four units. You taking the state for four? Absolutely. Yeah, that I'm game will be for three. That'll be like thirty-one to seven in the third quarter or some shit, and you know all well, that rivalry. Um, all right. I yeah, to, I don't know. There's rivalry games are fine when there's a rivalry to when there's really one there, but well, that's kind of a like you say. The only people who care about that game are people who live in the state of Kansas. Nobody else cares. If you're a Howard Stern fan, uh, Richard Christie is from the state of Kansas. Little, a lot known fact, but a little known fact probably to our listeners. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
But hey, we're not in Kansas anymore. No, Dorothy. We're not in Kansas, Robin. We're in New Jersey. Right on. West Stepford, to go. be exact. Just don't come looking for me. Stepford Wives. This is my joke there, even though I know it's not Stepford, but it sounds like that's what you say. So it's Stepford Wives for me. Right on. Moving uh, on. Did, did you give anything on that? Uh, yeah, uh, three. Same On the same, same side? Same direction. same direction, yes, sir. Right Kansas on. is fucking garbage. You know what we talk about every week and we usually skip them? The zips. <laughs> the zips. <laughs> I'm gonna let you say this. I have I have a, I have an opinion. The mighty Akron Zips against the Eastern Michigan somebodies. I don't even know. Um, I don't know. I, I got nothing here because I don't know shit about either of these teams. I you know, LeBron James you. came from Akron. From Akron, yeah. Okay, fine. But so what? He might be in attendance. Maybe they have they played Detroit. I don't know. Up a little it's bit. on. Well, the games in East It's on ESPN three. Oh, that's gotta tell you something, eh? There's at least a couple thousand people want to watch. I definitely won't put more than one unit on this, but you know what? I'll go crazy and put one on Akron just for the hell of it. Because I well, I guess don't... what? I will take Eastern Michigan to clobber Akron. All right. Could happen. Hold on. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Eastern Michigan, I'm sorry, one unit to beat LeBron James's hometown Oops. team when he was probably in, like, first grade. And he thought, if I get really good, I could probably play for Akron. So, fuck Akron. Yeah, he played in the uh, great Ohio high school basketball ri- uh, football rivalry of all time and was on the losing end. He was great. He's a great football player. But that will be yeah, he held really out was... for Wednesday show. He was a wide receiver, believe it or not. Yes. Big time. Uh, we, we've we got the controversial Maryland team against Indiana. Maryland, who laid an egg, I believe, if I'm correct, at their they lost big... If they didn't lose, I would have had a much stronger-sounding week, even though I had a good week. I would have had a uh, awesome they, week. They blew they an got egg at killed. their, at their uh, game of the whatever they were doing, and they they got hammered. And for those first-time listeners, we always go through it. Maryland had an unfortunate situation in camp. young man named McNair passed away, um, and it led to a lot of turmoil. They were a good team, and last week their coach got reinstated and fired within 24 hours, and here we are. Uh, They are a talented team, but there's a lot of turmoil there. They also sent both of their uh, uh, both of their trainers also got sent packing. Okay. That happened a couple of days ago. After about two days after the head coach was uh, sent packing, they they let them both go too. Uh, yeah, I mean I hate to pick against them, 
but I think I pretty much I, I just don't know what can they have left in the those players have just got to be I mean I guess there's two ways of looking at it I mean either those players have had enough and maybe they get out and have a game I don't know because they sure as hell didn't have one last week I can't That's imagine that thinking. they got any I can't imagine that they had much of a fucking practice or any of that this week and if they did I don't know what it could have been with a coaching change unless they just ran with the same uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Maryland team has got some pride and uh they're gonna come out and they're gonna win one on the road against Indiana. I uh I, I kinda like Indiana but as in full team, disclosure yeah. I don't know much about Indiana, so I do. Uh, I kind of like them. Maryland at full strength without the mental shit is good. So I'm going three units on Maryland plus one. Yeah, Indiana doesn't look like they've done their four and five. We got Samu against UConn, a.k.a. SMU, Southern <laughs> Methodist. Samu. Uh, the line is flying, much like a lot of other teams that we mentioned here, UConn can score, and that's why you'll see the high number on the over-under. Um, but I'm going to go with my old friend Chuck's theory here. When a, a road team is a 17- to 23-point favorite, at least the year that he won 35 grand, he always stuck with the home favorite. And I'm going to take UConn Plus nineteen and a half for two units. Well, you know that was my that was my thinking. I don't know that I don't think UConn can beat SMU, but I don't think they're going to lose by twenty points either. So that's I'll put my dollar on. Yeah, I'll put my dollar on UConn too. I'm I'm feeling that one. And I mean, I'm sure you think of this shit, but like for audience members. You're a 17-year-old kid on a football scholarship, and you live in fucking Texas, and you're beat up for practice, and you got to get on a plane and get jet lag and time change, and now you're a favorite, and you have to blow somebody out in the fucking East Coast. Just saying. I think of human uh, elements. It's got to have well. some effect somewhere along the line. Sure. Well, all yeah. the br- you LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, the late great Muhammad Ali, they all got up at four in the morning today at one point. So yeah. we're all here. Here's the uh, game I want you to take over. If you can see it. <laughs> My beloved blue devils at the tire heels. This is if it was basketball. Good old Duke. Who when I pick them, don't win. When I go against them, they put the balls to me. But North Carolina is so bad. So incredibly bad. Uh, we have one minute on the, on our showtime, by the way. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say... This isn't uh, going to like cut us off, is it? Yeah, we're going to have to... Uh, let's finish this one, and we'll have to reboot quick if you got time. Um... Uh, yeah, because there's a lot of players. We'll, so. go, we'll go as fast as we can. Uh, I'll take Duke two for one on that one. Five, five units, Duke. Uh, 
minus the nine. All right. Um, okay, let's uh, let's reboot here. Uh, give me two seconds to uh, to make a new one, and we'll we'll just go for another half hour quick and get this wrapped up. <laughs> 